The Kern Institute Podcast Network. Today we are focused on bringing hope and joy through our special holiday podcast. So we searched the MCW Central Wisconsin campus looking for hope and joy. And luckily we didn't have to go too far. It's a small campus and there's lots of hope and joy here. And we found Carrie Schultz. Welcome, Carrie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, your role here at MCW. So I've been here at MCW for about a, uh, well, a year this past September. I'm an education program coordinator, coordinate some courses with Anita in the discovery curriculum, and then doing some stuff with our new folks in in the new curriculum. Yeah, living in both worlds. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So two curriculums at once you have going on in your life. Absolutely. Just just when I got the hang of one, you know. A new one comes around the (laughs) Surprise. Well, what else? were you gonna do really right (laughs) yeah definitely uh fills my time but it's great fantastic well awesome so now when we found you you were very wearing some very festive attire I've been told this is uh, kind of become a thing for you. Can you tell us a little bit about the origin of this uh, tradition, I guess, for you? And uh, and how is it growing? Well, so I came across a, a memory on my Facebook page uh, recently from 12 years ago. So I know it's been something I've been doing that long, perhaps longer, longer but um, you know, I, I love the holiday season. Okay. So I was just trying to figure out fun ways to celebrate it. Um, My dad's a retired pastor, so big into Advent and, you know, the countdown to Christmas, that kind of thing. So I thought, oh, you know, we can spice this up a bit by having some holiday wear. And it was too around the time that I had started a presence on Facebook. So then I just wore something different each day. Um, Somebody would snap a picture, I'd put it there. And pretty soon I had this following. That's so amazing. That easy. Influencer carry. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I mean, geez, to the point now where I, it's become a regular thing. I have something for every day between like the Monday after Thanksgiving up until Christmas. Wow. Okay. So a different sweater or shirt or uh, definitely a head headband. Because um, yes. I'm just going to describe for our listeners here what I'm yeah, good. witnessing. I was just noticing. I thought. <laughs> yeah. Antlers at first. It's not it's antlers. not antlers, but no. it is a headband with a glitter posterior of Santa that appears to be like going down a chimney, but it's actually your head. Yes. <laughs> and he's yeah. got like glitter pants on, like yes, very prince. Like Prince would be proud. Yes. Yes. Love it. So it's always just a little bit of a, a little, a little bit of a, what's Carrie wearing today? (laughs) Yeah. So this is something that can be anything in terms of wearables. Or do you have a specific, like, do you have a theme like hats or like sweaters or anything? I've got, as you can see, I've got jewelry on. Um, one of the other coordinators last year gave me this really festive um, band for my, my um, Apple Apple wash. And yeah, and then I've got usually some kind of sweater or or get up, something that I usually wear on my head. Yeah, so I love it. 
Yeah. It's just such, it's so charming. And I just, when we were brainstorming ideas about like hope and joy, and I was like, oh, that's Carrie. Like she just brings it, she brings it, has it just dialed in. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. It ties so well into the current mission or in our new curriculum mission of character, right? The good Dr. Thread, which you're very familiar with too. So that's just, it's an awesome combination of seeing the the character come out with Mm -hmm. through this process of celebrating the so what have people's reactions been? Like, we, I mean, it seems like it took off like a wildfire, but. It definitely did. You know, especially I, I have a lot of our MCW, CW students as friends on Facebook. Okay. So it's kind of fun too, to connect with them, you know, right now with our M3s being out in their, in their clerkships, you know, they're not on campus a whole lot, gotcha. but this is kind of a way for them to see me and others, because of course I have guest stars. So that's become yes, a stars. thing. Yes. Oh so, my. Yes, people kind of clamor, if you will, to be um, guest stars with me. Perfect. So they, Fantastic. you know, they Ooh. they can use some of my accessories if they don't have their own, or they come like you have uh, some really glittery, pretty yeah. trees on you today. Inspired me. Yes. I was out in the shops in downtown Boston, and I was like, oh, that would be carry approved. Yes. Yeah, it's a goodbye. <laughs> exactly. So then, awesome. you know, they they take pictures with me and um you know and and it just becomes kind of a thing that gets sure. put out there you know just fun of the season so do you, do you have the option people have, can take pictures of themselves be inspired by you and then submit those yes so yeah. i actually have a friend who asked me yesterday she's like she lives in on the appleton area right. and she said how does one get approved or invited to be a guest? And I said, <laughs> slap on some holiday wear, take a picture of yourself, send it to me. And, you know, I'll post it right up next to mine. And so I've had somebody as far as Boston um, wow. be a guest star. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. So wow. it, it can be not only folks who are right here with me, but it can be folks who submit something and then I submit their picture right along with mine. And Did you know this person from Boston? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she just, she happened to be out there and she's like, can I be your guest star? I said, absolutely. Gotcha. So, okay. yeah. Well, we encourage uh, any listeners in the audience to reach out to us via email if they have their own holiday Great. stuff <laughs> that they like to uh, share with others. So, I mean, it's always an honor. And I want to add that Carrie is also inclusive when it comes to holidays because she has a, you have a Hanukkah theme as well. Right. So we, we do have a staff member here who who is Jewish and we have it figured out when we'll be wearing our Hanukkah wear next week during Hanukkah. So um, that's fun, you know, so. That's something that the viewers are going to have to tune into because we're not going to give it away. They're going to have to come to your Facebook. Yes, you're going to have to come. And um, a lot of times, some things end up on our MCWCW Facebook page, too. Check that out then, too. Yes, I know um, we have something going on later this month, right up before the holidays, where I imagine there'll be a number of us in in some festive wear. Oh, That'll end up on our MCWCW Facebook page. Perfect. You got got to tune in, everybody. You got to tune in to see this. I just love this. This is so amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It sure is a lot of fun. It just, you know, something fun and brings a little bit of joy, maybe during this time, especially, you know, when our students are winding down their semester and maybe a little stressed and, and all of us too, you know, you get so caught up in the the holiday hustle and bustle that this is just kind of a fun, fun way to just 
take it in, you know. So so we see the Santa Claus one today, or, or at least half of Santa. Yeah. Um <laughs> what what uh what other ones have you already displayed so far up to this point? So I had a, a gift okay. uh, on my head yesterday. Yep. I had a, a snowman hat. I I got a new Christmas tree knit hat. Um, and that's the thing too, you know, folks have realized that this is kind of a thing I do. So I've collected a lot of um, items over the years, but people are out. I've got like people on the lookout for good after Christmas sales or after holiday sales and, you know, grab things. So I'm always adding new pieces to my to your collection. To my collection. Love it. I'm almost tempted to give out you asking for your address and see if but then I'm afraid you need all the audience members. So, like yeah to send it to the medical college of Wisconsin Central Wisconsin campus. You can look us up and have it sent there you go. Uh like yes. care of uh Carrie Schultz. Yeah. Right. And you know if if it shows up and it's holiday inspired, they'll know where to where to send it or where to you know get, make yes. sure it gets to me. <laughs> the lady wearing the Santa. <laughs> Santa. Awesome. I just really enjoyed how everybody um here too has just gotten into the spirit of it. Right on. You know, it's just yeah, it's been you gotta light up one. I gotta ask quick. Oh, for sure. Light up. <laughs> I definitely have a um light up necklace. I think maybe something that that's sits fantastic. on my head is light up. That's awesome. I also have a ring toss one. Oh, kind of looks like a almost kind of like, you know like a wait, cone I, shaped. Wait now, yeah, you, you right. wear you wear the two, you wear the thing the ring goes around and then people yeah and then the people okay you know, toss oh, the rings I'm gonna get them on on my cone shaped um, fantastic head, so yeah that sounds awesome. interesting <laughs> I know all sorts of cool stuff you know that I've collected over the years the deal do you have a name for this <laughs> it's just holiday wear holiday wear it, you know kind of open because you know anybody who wants to you know not yeah. specifically christmas it's just right. you know holiday holiday there's a lot that kind of happens around here and we're we're a diverse group i and would say so so um yeah just i always look forward to having anybody who wants to join in on the fun do so, so. well love it Appreciate the time you took with us today, and I hope it opens the door for others to enter and have fun. And your thoughts, Anita, about this was wonderful. Uh... No, I think this could expand. I mean, this might become a little, you know, like you could be the campus mascot. I think, I think Bigfoot's going to have to be displaced. And it's going to have to be like... <laughs> yeah. The holiday, the holiday, holiday uh, celebrants. Yes, yeah, holiday celebrants. I love it. Yeah, that would be great. Fantastic. <laughs> Thanks cool. so much, Gary. Thanks, so much for time. Thanks for having me. <laughs>
into our teaching practices, little joys in teaching. So we've got five categories that we want to talk through and just share a little joy. Maybe it'll bring a little smile to your face or is something that you can think about or uh, observe on your own and it'll bring you a little joy too. So that's what we're going to do. Five categories. Are we ready to get started, team? Let's do it. Okay, so first, in the classroom, these are things you're teaching, you're working with students. It's not a major thing. It's not like, uh, you know, the students applauded me after my tremendous lecture or something like that. It's just a little thing. I I mean, for me, obviously, applauded after every lecture, as you you can imagine. (laughs) Yes, Um, I've I've heard that. (laughs) Literally, literally, I've heard it, Uh, you know. They heard the heard the rousing applause. Yeah, uh, Jeff, uh, yes. start us off in the classroom. Uh, a little joy for you. Well, you know, I l- love instructional design. So, for the audience members who may not be familiar with that term, it's kind of the basic idea of having a lesson plan. A little more involved in that, setting up your learning environment, um, where you can incorporate that plan, um, and of course, a good design with learning objectives in mind and um, how you're going to assess those objectives because we know assessment drives instruction. So considering all those aspects that go into designing um, a learning experience with the expectation that you're going to see these particular outcomes and it's when those things are come to fruition that I really like, yeah, the design worked, you know, that was really cool to see that. And, and a lot of times that comes from students uh, experiencing aha moments because of the way I've designed the learning experience. Um, and that's the real telltale of, of, of it working in my mind. And, and another point of joy in my mind too, is just uh, we're primarily I'm in an anatomy lab. I, I will be on one side of the room and you'll hear on the other side, oh yeah. Yeah, that's it. You know, and it's those moments where like I just smile and it's wonderful to hear those things. So those two little things of one, those instructional designs working and seeing it uh, emerge through those aha moments in the students. It's just it's it's a little bit of joy in the the day, you know. How about you, Anita? Yeah, that's great. It's sort of the same thing. Um, So Jeff kind of took took my um, took my took my joy but we're, we're going to share it. Oh, no, no. It's, yeah. Ouch. So, ouch. Yeah. No that's, oh, no, that's fine. So I have another one. And part <laughs> of what I do is I work with students on their personal statement for their residency applications. And uh-huh. I'm also involved in admissions. And so what's really cool is, you know, to be involved from like the very beginning of a student entering our campus from like the admissions perspective. And it's like, oh, I remember their interview and then seeing them at different like sort of points of time in their, you know, three to four years here um, and just seeing them grow and develop into, you know, their future physician. And then I, what I, I really like hearing their, the sharing of stories. And so mm-hmm. if it's in the classroom or if it's the story they're sharing in their personal statement for the residency application of like, this is who I am and this is, you know, meaningful to me and um, sort of that, showcase i think is um a great way to um it, it's joyful to me because uh they've they're sort of declaring themselves and taking ownership of that identity of uh their belonging in this uh community of physicians cool. oh, i love it yeah yeah for me uh in fact i think this theme comes through in several of my answers 
I was giving a presentation last week about qualitative methods and it's kind of an introduction. The theme of it was, hey, you're a qualitative, uh, you're, you're a quantitative researcher, but you know there are some qualitative pieces that could really move your research forward. So how do we stop qualitative methods from seeming so scary or so opaque and get people into them? Presentation went well. I was happy with it. The audience seemed happy with it. But almost everyone in the audience was virtual, had their cameras off and their microphones muted. And any time that I made a joke and I got to hear even just one person laugh something else from that audience, so it didn't feel like I was talking to a wall, that just gave me that little boost and that little extra energy to continue. Boy, that's um, a tough room right there. It You're was not tough. any feedback at all. That's so hard. It was tough. And of course, it's not something that we experience when we're in person. I'm, you know, a joke can fall flat, uh, right. of course, but you still get the smiles, you still get the nods, you still get that even the eye rolls, something like that is a little bit to move you on. Uh, so a little moment of laughter for me is a is a little joy. In well, that's the impressive, really. I you know the, you can also look at it and say to have that type of challenge in front of you and to overcome that challenge and get the laughter. Wow. Pretty cool. Pretty Glad cool. people were listening. It gave yeah. me that feedback for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So if we move out of the classroom and now we think about our own growth and development as professionals, as educators, as researchers, whatever it might be, um, how about a little joy there? Our topics are getting bigger, but our joys are staying little. Um Anita, how about for you, some kind of professional milestone or development, little joy you've experienced? Okay, so uh, one of one of my goals this year was to dial in wellness um, personally, and so mm. I'm expanding that into the the space of, on campus. So we've blocked out time on Tuesdays and Wednesdays to offer wellness activities, and there's been like, you know, plus or minus you know, involvement, people are busy, they're not necessarily gonna, you know, take that time. But um, this week, my colleague, uh, Dr. Slatka, she has a therapy dog that she brought on campus for students having OSCEs. And so I was like, Oh, Elliot's going to be here. So let's, let's do, uh, you know, let's redo a therapy dog. So I brought in some Christmas books from my, you know, board books, picture books for my kids. And we sat in front of the fireplace and sort of gather around. Jeff was there at one of them. And, um, I was. you know, we had little, you could just sort of sit down, pet the dog, yeah. read a Learned read about a Til Til Tildy, the, the. Tildy, the, the terrible Swede. Tildy, the, yeah, Tildy, the terrible Swede. I learned about, yep. I learned about her. Mm -hmm. That was great. And it was just like a chill time and got to talk to some people that I wouldn't normally, you know, sit down and just yeah. have, create some space and to disconnect. And that was it was really nice. I what? love that that really is cool. something that moves you forward on your professional goals. That's it really does. Cool. Yeah. You know, community connection and community. So, yeah. Sometimes it's a little baby steps, right? Are really big steps. I mean, I, I, again, I want to, like, I picked up on that. It was just, we don't, I don't think we even read a book, <laughs> but it was about being, it just brought people together. And that was, oh, I did. I, did you end up reading left, a book? I, I read Splat the Cat. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we'll we were just to... reading that book here at home uh, earlier this oh, week. Fantastic. Splat <laughs> the cat. 
<laughs> it's not a story about a cat getting splatted. It's no, his name is Splat. Yeah, his name is Splat. His name so is Splat, and, and not named for that reason, right? Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> when I was thinking about this one, I, I was thinking about uh, you know sometimes these big tasks that we take on. You know, there's a big idea, there's a, a big thing to address, and the idea in our mind can seem so daunting. But sometimes, as you mm. start working on it, you find, oh, all of a sudden, wow! I thought this was going to be three steps. I thought I was going to have to, you know talk to these eight different people to make progress. But somehow I skipped ahead all of that. And I've actually, I've got an idea that people agree with, or I've got a way of framing ah, this yeah. that people seem to understand. It's like, oh, all of a sudden in that little instant, I've made a lot more progress than I expected. Awesome. And again, it's that, it's that little joy, that little boost that it gives you, a little smile uh, as you feel that progress moving forward, where you had anticipated friction, um, there's none. It's, it's, like a, a, it's a really good wind. feeling. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nice. The That's wind awesome, beneath my wings. Yes. <laughs> okay, now we're going to break into song. Um, <laughs> is that, is that, is that a, that's Brett yes. Midler. Yes, yes. That's a great story, Michael. I know exactly what you're talking about. It does feel good to get those little victories like that, so to speak. Yeah. How about how about you, Jeff? Where's your little joy in this kind of professional milestone? Well, area? Um, you know, turning a lens on myself, I find that as I've developed or grown older in my profession, um, that I've come to be more accepting of the choices I make to define my identity within the profession. And so I would say in the last three years, um, really since coming to Kern, uh, I was able to kind of start to think about myself in a different way in terms of being a person who was trained uh, and spent time in the kind of publisher parish uh, culture, if I can say that, um, to more uh, a pedagogical practice and, and being okay with my change in identity, uh, you know, as, a, as it as affords me this uh, reinvention or transformation of myself, right? And we know in some literature around burnout that uh, you know, one piece of advice is to Think of ways to reinvent yourself. Um, so when I find myself being pulled back and maybe feeling guilty or remorseful that maybe I didn't do more when I was kind of in the publisher Paris situation as I was trained to do, I take a deep breath and I say to myself, you know, it's all about change and 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 sometimes that's an okay thing to do. And I just got to remind myself that it's okay. And and when I get joy from that is when I take that breath and say it's okay it's a transition in your life and it's going to do something for you that maybe you don't aren't aware of yet but in the moment I'm like okay yeah I'm good and it's that little I'm good point that gives me that joy to kind of keep moving forward with this idea of let's focus on pedagogy um, we've talked about it at all levels of education in our country in general why don't teachers get paid more why do they have to buy all, you know, all the maybe kind of stuff we've all heard from time to time in our educational experiences. So I, 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 I'm blessed to be in a place at MCW where I'm afforded the space to, I think, develop into that. And, and you know, that is something that we're uh, batting around now, right? MCW, the development of an education department, and it's going to be the house of people who are, you know, devoted to being educators and med uh, 
in medicine. Um, so it's really cool. And that's another bit, bit of joy too in, from yesterday that I kind of popped into my life. So yeah, yeah, that's where, that's what I've kind of think about when I think about, you know, developing you know, for myself recently. The celebration of pedagogy, the art and science of teaching. Uh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Right. All right. Our next category, it's definitional to the work we're doing here collaboration with colleagues so any time you have these opportunities to interact with colleagues those those little joys um i guess i'm i'm going first here i talked about this being able to see people being able to be with people etc here too had a few instances lately where I've had a chance to work in person with folks who I usually interact with over the computer. And I'm amazed sitting across from each other, either at work, at a conference table, or even out at a coffee shop, what it feels like, how good it feels like to look up from your computer and see that other person. Mm. Um, even if we're not working on the same thing or doing the same thing at the exact moment, simply being able to see them and have that connection and that physical proximity is just a, a a little joy. It's a little boost for me. It makes me feel good. And when we get a chance to really work on something together, being in the same place, being able to have a conversation, maybe the time isn't as productive, quote unquote, as it would be if we work working separately and in different places. But it leaves me feeling like I was more productive and it leaves me feeling better at the end. Mm -hmm. So that's my little joy for my collaboration with colleagues that's nice that's awesome way awesome Nita what do you think okay so um so with collaboration so mine mine isn't necessarily related to like a formal classroom um yeah. I'm in a I'm in a community band here in Wausau and and um I play French horn and as does the husband of our dean and two of our medical students are too are in oh, wow. it and we all play brass instruments awesome. and they wanted to um put put together like an ensemble that we could you know play on campus for i don't even know okay. what, what event so i'm like sure so we're gonna get together tonight actually for rehearsal we're just gonna play some like brass choir ensemble music and I think it'd be really cool to because it's like I'm playing with students and different members of the community and we're gonna like put something on for our campus when is your community band concert do you have a holiday concert yes it is on Sunday and um we can either be in concert dress all black or we could come in anything holiday and a favorite piece that you're playing, either in this concert or in general around the holidays? Um, well, it's not Sleigh Ride. That's what I was about to say. Mine's no. Sleigh Ride. Oh, mm -mm. oh stabbed in not the heart. Not for my part. It's all, <laughs> uh, you know, it's not a good. Not a good horn part. French okay. horn. No, but we are doing a narrated Night Before Christmas. Ooh. So it's really, it was really cool how it came together um, because it was, it's sort of like, um, like a theater production because there's like verbal, he's got to like wait for him to reach a certain word. And then, um, you know, we all have to kind of know when that's all happening and we're just holding or waiting and we have to know when things are. So it's really neat. It's sort of like being in a pit orchestra. 
Hmm. Very cool. That's kind of fun. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, everyone in the Wausau area, make sure to check it out. Actually, you know what? By the time this podcast goes yeah, it'll up, be the concert over. will be done. There'll <laughs> <laughs> be a bunch of people showing up every Sunday from now on. Yeah. Um, just <laughs> hoping a concert is that day. Yes, yeah. exactly. I heard there's a concert here. So that's cool. Jeff, how about so, you? Yeah. Some some collaboration, oh little joy. Well, Anita's just like kind of gave me so much joy. My mind is now trying to think of something like it that I might be doing myself. Uh, that's awesome, Anita. I, yeah. I guess that's when fun. it comes to collaboration, I I, I think of um, it could be something as simple as you know feedback, where I sit down with a colleague uh, and I kind of get a sense of their wisdom that is helping me grow. Uh, so, or I'll take the easy way out seeing as neither one of you did or this podcast. <laughs> um, it, you know, it does, it does really bring me joy every week to, to sit down and have a meeting with each and every one of you and talk about the things that are on our minds regarding podcasting. Um, and so it's, it's, it's something I look forward to and, uh, gives me a Same. little pick me up. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'm going to go with that one. Yeah, it's That's neat nice. how our it's neat how our brainstorming meetings are often, you know, some of the most enjoyable because we do get to go down rabbit holes and touch on subjects that we you know, they're probably not going to make it into a podcast, but it's still a rewarding right. collaborative experience. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. All right, let's move on to our next category. So our next category, a little more abstract here, but we spend a lot of our time thinking about teaching. How do you teach something? What's a new way you could teach something? What's something that's hard to teach? And you think of, you know, a new way to teach it. So what's a little joy for you that comes as you're using your mind, wherever you are, and thinking about your pedagogical practice, thinking about how you might teach something or, or a way you might teach something? Any little joys come to mind in that category? Um, Anita, why don't you go first? I'm gonna pass on this one. I'm still thinking. It's <laughs> a tough one. Yeah. It's, okay. It's, I mean, now I've um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I, I kind of helped formulate these, and now I'm wishing I hadn't. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, it's 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 one of those things where I guess when I was thinking about you know how this would bring me joy, I think the joy comes from the excitement of the idea itself. Mm. You know, it necessarily, couldn't necessarily come up with a specific idea you know, here on the spot, but I would think if I was just reflecting on any time I've had those joyful moments, and they've happened in a lot of different places, that's for sure. You know, the, you, you might be sitting at, uh, I might be sitting at a restaurant um, talking with my, with the person who allows me to call her wife, uh, Krista, she is an educator herself. So you know, we get up, we talk education and, and this is literal. And <laughs> just, just this morning, you know, about four thirty, five o'clock, we started talking about education and then I come to work and we talk about education and I go home and we talk about education <laughs> and we go to bed. So, um, lots of moments for this. Ah, yeah, that'll work. That'll be cool. Let's try that on. Um, but you know, good old napkins and pens or lots of ideas written on those, um, you know, and, you know, depending on where you are, maybe toilet paper too. Um, but <laughs> Hey, you got ideas. They, they come when they come. So, you know, it's kind of fun to, to, to feel that, uh, little bit of, uh, I guess I'll ha myself <clears throat> and then just the anticipation of trying it on and seeing how the students like it and, and, and stuff like that. So yeah, the excitement of the idea brings me the joy. Yeah. 
I uh, lately, the presentations I've been doing, I try to yeah, to do something to spice up your slides and your talk and, you know, make connections, find opportunities for people to laugh, things that make them laugh. And I've been doing a lot where I incorporate song lyrics or song titles nice. into what I'm doing. So, you know, if I'm going to talk about, if I'm going to ask a question, I want to put up a graphic from a music video where some band was singing that question. Um, so like the band Lit and the song, My Own Worst Enemy, they ask the question, you know, please tell me why. So okay. I have a, a screen grab from the music video and I ask that in. So what, what does all this have to do with Little Joys? It means that now as I'm listening to the radio or another song, mm -hmm. I'll hear a lyric and I think, mm -hmm. oh, I could use that on a slide about X, Y, Z. So it's added this whole dimension to thinking about teaching and thinking about presentations and has created these connections and these little moments of joy. Love uh, it. It's been a lot of fun. Do, do you giggle? Do you giggle a little bit sometimes? When they, when you, they go, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, Jeff, just like you, of course, I'm in the car, so it's like hard to write it down, but I maybe use my phone and take a voice memo or something like that. Oh, okay. So I don't forget what the lyric is. Right. <laughs> Did you ever have that moment where you like, you know, the idea and then you didn't write it down, of course, and you couldn't pull it back later. But mm -hmm. did you ever have the time where you just scribbled out a bunch of ideas and you come back to them later and you're like, what? What was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like these <laughs> are these word? are terrible. It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. I, yeah, ideas I mean, written down in the middle of the night idea, are probably <laughs> the most common <laughs> in the light of day they don't make as much sense yes exactly well put well put <laughs> anita what about you did you think of uh, so, something in thinking about pedagogic yeah, pedagogical well. practice that came to mind well i mean that now that you're mentioning music um i was just reading and i don't know how i would try this out other than there's a session that i'm going to be doing for a class called the good doctor it's on medical humanities and uh i've been reading this book called your brain on art and uh -huh. um you would love this book jeff because they talk uh -huh. about the science of learning and the neurobiology of it nice. and um how music actually they cite a um professor who was trying to find a way for to increase retention of the knowledge because apparently is it like at a year you only retain like 10 percent of content roughly maybe Perhaps. like yeah. maybe that and so right. he started basically starting like uh when students enter the lecture hall the room like he plays music because then they're then it's it's unexpected it's novel and then they're making connections between the music and that part of the brain and like the content in a different part of the brain. And so creating that connection is increasing knowledge retention. So I did this actually a number of years ago when I, I don't know what, I can't remember what the topic was, but I started, I started playing music during, it was sort of like, a, I was like, well, why could this be like a spin class? And I'm just talking over the music like I do in spin classes, which I love. And I did that. I, I I did it once and haven't done it since. Sounds like fun. I just speaking of the good doctor thread, a lot of times talk about um, practical wisdom in that thread. And we that's about the idea of the right thing at the right time for the right reason. And it, it pulls into our thinking, the morality of the situation. Right. So I say that all to share with you what I just put in the, in the link that there is some evidence to suggest 
that there's a link between musical preferences and our inner moral compass. No kidding. So that'd be nice. You know, huh, kind of interesting. I'm going to put that in the show notes for this episode. So everyone, if you're interested in reading this particular article, take a look there and you'll find a link to it. Cool. All right. Well, our last topic, our last area of little joys is our biggest one. Mm-hmm. And the idea is here, teachers, anyone who teaches at any level is partly about making a difference in the lives of a student today and partly thinking about where that student goes and the ways in which our work in education transcends far beyond what we see with our own eyes. So, of course, that's a big category. And we're asking for a little joy. Jeff, do you have a little joy in this big, big category? I had to hope, actually, as I was thinking about it now. So I hope that my influence has an effect that at least gets someone thinking a little differently about the world. And perhaps, and I hope that when they're in a situation that might afford them to utilize that experience, that their perspective at that moment perhaps changes when it's maybe something about policy or practice even. And so it's in the hope that I find the joy um, in this particular you know, broader topic of, of reminding myself that, um, as a wise person once said, remember, you're educating doctors. And uh, that has stuck with me. And that kind of is what sums up what I'm saying is that when I think about that, oh, yeah, that's right. I can, it's that little bit of joy that I can feel good about. I'm pu- helping someone to go out into the world and make a difference. And that's, and then I hope that that's what's happening. Yeah, for me, it's it's similar, but it's a little more close to home. You know, I think about these mm. kinds of moments of joy as a parent. And there is that sense of what I do at home impacts, you know, what happens uh, to my kids when they're out in the world. Um, and I think about my, my year and a half year old daughter who now says thank you in her own, <laughs> in her own little way when you hand yeah. her something. Or when she hands you something, she just wants to thank everybody all the time for everything. And I think that doesn't come because (laughs) of training to say thank you. That comes from it's just a thing we say when when we do these things. It's just natural. And that kind of joy of of spreading that politeness uh, out into the world and the, the way that maybe it gives someone a little joy when they hand her something as she says thank you to them. Yeah. Um, that yeah. A parent, you get to think a lot about what it means to contribute yes. uh, in, in a bigger way to the world. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Of course, the, the two yeah. of you have had a lot more of those experiences and seen that as your, your own kids are older yeah. than mine are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love my kids, and, and I would imagine uh, my parents should probably say the same thing about me. They love their kids. And yes, while there's lots of times I'm all like, I'm contributing to the world, there's other times I'm like, uh uh, that's not me. <laughs> uh, yeah, parenting joy has yeah, its no. own unique flavor, um, mixed does, with uh, disappointment sure. and worry and uh, all kinds of other things. In mm-hmm. flabbergastations, right? Oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. I was a kid once too. <laughs> Anita, what about yeah. you? So my connection to the uh, something bigger 
Okay. So um, for me, this happened recently also. Um, we are, our campus, our, its goal for our dean is to become the most community engaged campus, like in the universe. And fantastic. Um, yes. And one thing we have every month, um, there's like a well, like a, like a kind of a wellness challenge mm -hmm. calendar. And I think November was like gratitude. It was surrounding like Thanksgiving kind of theme and December's on giving. And I, I have never done these challenges before, but um, we were talking about it at a campus meeting on Tuesday. Yep. And I looked at the calendar and a lot of the items on there were for food items for like a, like a holiday meal. And um, I sent my daughter out to the store. She was my little helper this week and she, she's home from college. Elf. My, she's my elf. Yes. And I sent her off to the store with the list of all the things and they're in my car and I'm going to donate them to a food pantry in, in Wausau. It's called Peyton's Promise. It's an organ, it's a nonprofit organization um, that um, works through food pantries. And it was started by, um, I think a middle schooler a number of years ago in the Wausau area who was um, learning about food insecurity. And she was really surprised that children in her own school and in her own classroom had food insecurity. And she started this nonprofit. And I think she's out of college now. I'm not quite yeah. sure. Yeah, she is. I've followed the story a little bit myself. But yeah, yeah so. it's really cool. My kids have been involved in that and working at the um, in their activities and their um, opportunities mm -hmm. throughout the year since they've been in grade school and middle school. And it kind of all came to a screeching halt during COVID. And this was just like a kind of a kickstart. I was like, oh yeah, like we could be part of this and, and help somebody out in our community. So I feel part of something bigger in that sense. What a perfect way to end this conversation about little joys. I'll uh, always, as always, put in a pitch for our listeners. We would love to hear about your little joys and have a chance maybe to share them on the air in a future episode. You can find my email address in the show notes. And I would love if you took some time to email a little joy for you. So thanks everyone for listening. Anita, always great to see you and talk to you. Nice to see you too, Michael. And Jeff, same. Both of you, always a pleasure being with each of you. Happy holidays uh, and safe end of 2023 and start to 2024 for all of our listeners. Uh, we look forward to bringing you more podcasts in the new year. Thanks for listening. Bye.